you're making put some water on your face girl yeah. it's a brand new day brand new week brand new everything brand new possibilities for not just you and me but for the kc morning house kitty how about them chiefs though how about them gd chiefs yeah that was fun I well didn't... it was fun at times i didn't get to see it i had to work 12 to 6 just so. like our boys on the field they were working I was from quarter one to four putting in that work i did wear my chiefs stuff you know i wore my charlie hustle duh Baby, you a cutie in your Chiefs gear. You such a cutie in that Chiefs gear. However, you know, I was driving home and I saw red fireworks and I thought, mm, Chiefs must have won. We're new here in Westside, so I didn't know what the um, yeah what the pageantry is going to be like. So I can't confirm because I watched the game from home. Uh, we had fireworks at the first touchdown of the season. And then we had fireworks at halftime, inexplicably. And then we also had fireworks at the end of the game. So it seems like this is a fireworks-friendly kind of neighborhood. I could see it from the highway, and then when I turned off onto our street, I saw the perpetrators themselves, and I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Kitty caught the perps. Gonna get to know these folks, huh? Are fireworks illegal in the city of I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was cool. No one was stopping them. You I can easily it. tell where it was coming from. So I think they were in the clear. If they're criminals, they're really bad criminals. They were doing one for the city, you know? Take one for the team. Fire one off for the city. Yeah. I like that. Kitty, shall we do a weather dealio? Yeah. A little misleading. Uh, I, don't like, I don't like the cut of your jib. Well, I walked the dog this morning. Like 72, 73. Mm -hmm. I wore shorts and a t-shirt. It's chilly. It's a little cold in the shade. The weather, it is a changing. 89 degrees today for your Monday. Winds out of the south-southwest, 10 to 20 MPHs. This evening, clear skies, 72 degrees. But first, Kitty, what's that UV index on this, your best local podcast? You know why? Because people ask me every day, Hartzell, what's that UV, boy? What you tell them, Kitty? Seven, eight. You got to land on one. Seven? Girl, you got it. It's a seven. Wow. Seven out of 10, your sunset this evening, 729. Tomorrow, I said, you know, the weather's a changing. Tomorrow, 84. And some thunderstorms. Like, Tomorrow. May have some heavy downpours. Thunderstorms? That's not fair. I work all day. It's going to be an easy day for you. That's what that means. No. Slow day. No. I used to love rainy days at work. I want to be a rainy day at home. <laughs> That's your weather dealie. Oh, on your KC. Mahoney. Oh, baby. Kitty. It's always a pleasure and a privilege to start my day off with you miss kitty what you rolling them eyes for girl i'm over here liar. being sincere i'm opening up my heart for you this morning he said kitty it's only been 10 minutes and you're already yelling already on your bullshit already in my defense there are days where you wake up and choose violence am i wrong violence chooses me oh is that what it is yeah uh, yeah, I don't go out seeking it. It drags me under. How have you been, though? I feel like these folks haven't really got a chance to hang out with Kitty in a minute. You've been providing. You've been bringing home the bacon, girl. And it's tasty bacon. And you even got the honey roasted kind. And it's I'm been proud a wild month. Proud of you, girl. It has been a wild month. I had a birthday, went out of town. A couple times. Came back. 
worked a bunch, went out of town again, back again, working a bunch. So much so. What I'm hearing, Kitty, what it sounds to me like. You need routine. You need routine. What you need is structure. You need a way to release some energy. And it just so happens that I have put together for you in the KC Morning Hose a list. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. The list of Hartzell. You just made the list. Yeah, 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 my name's Hartzell, and this is my list. It's been a while. You've been asking for it. You've been needing You've been craving it. And right now, Kitty, I think you need it. Hey, get off your phone. This is for you. What are you doing? Looking at pics of my own titties. Oh, a lot of titty meat in those uh, IG posts you've been doing. You're just really just letting it loose, huh? You're shooting from the hips now, huh? I thought you had a burner shooting account. Shooting from the tits. <laughs> I do have a burner account, but I haven't posted on Instagram since I wore that all pink outfit. And I didn't post at all on my birthday because didn't. we didn't have service. You didn't. So... I just felt kind of like I owed the people a little bit of, let them feel like they're a part of my life. Absolutely. No, yeah. Give them what they want. For sure. Give them what they want. Yeah. Titty meat for all my men and women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For all my men. Let them have cake. Kitty, are you curious what the number one way to release, or as this survey says, the number one way to just let your hair down? I feel like right now you just need to let your hair down. (laughs) <laughs> this is my list, but I didn't come up with a title. You curious? How about I give you five ways? They gave ten. How about I give you five? The top five ways for you, All Kitty, right. to let your hair down. All right, Steve, I'm going to go with orgasm. <laughs> you got to make the face that Steve Harvey does when he's, like, surprised. You know, he asks a ridiculous, lewd question, and then he gets a ridiculous, lewd answer. Y'all nasty. Show me orgasm. Number five, Kitty, celebrating a birthday. You let your hair down on your birthday. You did. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. on. Okay, how about I this? I did rope swing. You rope swing. We, we swam in a lake, a random lake. We did drugs with strangers. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. That's how you let your hair down. Number four, comfort food. What you munching on, girl? I don't do much of that lately. I need to hit the grocery store. That's part of the routine. That's part of our list. We got to start waking up early and eating healthier. We got to do breakfast. You're right. How about this? Number three, a weekend trip. Yep. Check that one off the list. Number two, going out for food. We went and did some things. We went outside and ate. We did some date nights. We had a a date night reservation last week, but then I got sick. (laughs) Canceled. Both of them. We went to Fox and Pearl. That was a while ago. That was like three weeks ago. That was No, it was before my birthday, so. All right, how about this? Number one, Kitty, the number one way for you to just let that hair down, listening to music. Every day, all day. But what they don't tell you about this list is that, like, while it is relaxing, if you do too many of these items at once or in a short span, you will become stressed because you've done nothing productive. What are you listening to right now? Casey Musgraves. What's the name of that record? This this divorce album she's doing? Star Cross. You know you know what the album's called. It's a good we, record. We I have enjoy listened it. To the title track so many times. We have the ending line harmonized. I made this tweet and maybe I'm not allowed to ask this question, but you know. Maybe Casey Stop. sucked too. Maybe she also was the worst. I'm just saying, maybe Rusty had some points. Hartzell. What's his name? <laughs> Rustin Kelly. Rustin. Oh, dear. And by the way, Uh. I would like a show of hands for how many of you knew that Rustin Kelly existed before you heard that Casey Musgraves dedicated an entire divorce album to him? I knew. I knew all about Rusty. No, you didn't. I sure did. He's a person who has feelings, too. And you know what? He's going through some things as well. Where's his divorce album, huh? Okay. Where's Rusty's? Where's Rusty? That's all I'm asking. Where is Rusty? Here's the thing. Obviously, no one cares about his side. 
because Casey's was so goddamn good. See, and that's what I'm talking about, man. It was. I'm just saying, Rusty is hurting too. Good wife and breadwinner pretty much accurately sum up the entire relationship, and I don't know either of them personally. <laughs> So, yeah, I can imagine if you actually met old Rustin, you wouldn't even like him, Hartzell. Oh, me and Rusty go way back, way, way back, man. We go back to the old dirt roads. Red yeah. dirt. That's my list. That's a good list. You feeling relaxed? You ready to let your hair down? No, my blood pressure just went up. I don't even know what that means, but I've heard it on the TV. Kitty, shall we go ahead and do some news? I guess so. Monday, September 13th. Let's do that news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble! My name's Hartzell, that's Kitty, and this right here, girl, what is this? It's your Kitty City Morning Show. No, this is your news break. Oh, that too. Getting these folks all confused on a Monday. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Put your mic on. Kitty's in the process of uh, logging into class right now, and uh, I think they just got an early preview of today's episode. Well, it's computer concepts and applications. Pretty basic. Easy A, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with Easy A. How many folks in class? Um, it's not a mandatory, but only 10 right now. Anybody showing their cameras? Yeah. There's, Why? Why? There's this one kid that I had class with last semester as well. Is he in there? Actually, I think I've had him in every semester. I feel like he was in my... Wasn't he in my first semester class? Yeah, he yeah. was. Asking all them questions. Yes. Dumbass questions. This kid was in my first semester, my second semester, and now I have him in third semester. Another for class. Like, are we going towards the same degree, dog? We are two very different people. He's asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. On the show today, honestly, a real treat. It means even more now. It's Tom Kane. He is one of the most renowned character voiceover artists in the, the world. He does Yoda. He does Morgan Freeman. He does, well... You'll hear what he does. You've actually already heard what he does because those sweepers that we do in between segments, yeah, that's that's Tom Kane. There's about a 99% chance, my friends, that you have heard Tom Kane's voice on something. A cartoon, a movie, a commercial. He is just one of the absolute greats, and he, he lives here in town. Some sad news, though, some bummer news. He just recently announced that he is retiring. He had a stroke at the end of uh, last year, so he can't get some of the characters that he used to do. So he is hanging up the mic hitting stop on the record button and back in 2018 i hopped on with scott parks from dana and parks over on 98.1 kmbz here in kansas city and we shot the shit with tom kane it was the absolute best and he did voices now that we're never gonna hear again so on the show today my conversation my hangout with tom kane pretty awesome pretty pretty cool kitty you got anything else tell these folks to vote for us go vote for us <laughs> the Fitch KC com. That's where you go to get all the info. The best of for 2021. This is your reigning and defending best local podcast. I would like to say, and still your best local podcast. So vote for this show, the KC Morning Show. I got nominated for best radio personality and best personality. LOL. So if you want to slide me a few votes, I ain't too proud to beg. Kitty, let's do the news. Kitty, let's do the news. Do it. COVID. The FDA with a new warning as pediatric cases continue to rise. Last week, more than 250,000 children were diagnosed with COVID-19. The agency urging parents not to seek out a vaccine for children under 12 because they're not eligible. 
saying in part children are not small adults. We don't know the right dosing for kids under 12. It may be different. We haven't seen the data on safety and effectiveness in kids under 12. So we really want to let the data drive this process. The country seeing no fewer than 100,000 new cases every day for the past four weeks. Hospitals feeling the strain. ICUs in seven states are close to running out of beds. Kentucky now calling in more than 300 National Guard members to help with the surge. Health experts continue to say this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Those who were unvaccinated were about four and a half times more likely to get COVID-19, over 10 times more likely to be hospitalized, and 11 times more likely to die. Got some updated numbers for you, Kitty. It looks like the overall seven-day positivity rate for COVID-19 in the state of Missouri. It's now 11.4%. An estimated 51.5% of Kansas City residents have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Break it down even more. Independence, you at 47.6. Jackson County as a whole, 49.6. Clay County, 41.1. Cass at 42.4. And bringing up the rear, Black County, 37.5. Those are just abysmal numbers. Honestly, tragic numbers but some good news is at least personally for me kitty i think pops is gonna get the shot he's gonna oh. do it i tried every avenue in fact kansas city casey morning hose tweet me what you have done if you've had a friend a family member a co-worker you were trying to get the vaccine and you just don't know what to do or maybe you did do something and it worked let us know tweet at us facebook whatever i want the leaning on my conscience routes for pops because i tried shaming him that didn't work i tried fact bombing him with all the news articles that didn't work but then i said hey man listen if i hang out with you and you get sick even if it's not my fault if anything happens to you that's gonna weigh on me for the rest of my life and i think that kind of pulled at some heartstrings so fingers crossed knock on wood all the wood i think pops is gonna get a shot this week which is uh pretty awesome get the napkins ready kitty because that's gonna be a special moment and we need more special moments in fact, KU right now, you know what they're saying? Rock Chalk backs up. Teachers stepping back. I'm not teaching and because I didn't want to be in the classroom uh, and exposed. And students stepping up, asking the University of Kansas to mandate COVID-19 vaccines. I definitely like 100% believe in KU mandating vaccines. I think it should be... You know, I don't even think it should be a question. Students like Naomi Madu, who recently visited her home country in Nigeria, realizing her fellow unvaccinated classmates have a lucky opportunity to protect their community. It was just very jarring to me to be like walking amongst people that I knew would not be would not be seeing a vaccine for at least two years. Fearing without a vaccine mandate, students and staff at the University of Kansas will continue to be at risk. I'm healthy, immunocompromised, uh, finishing up some cancer treatment, some leukemia treatment and so uh, it's a scary thing to go back knowing that you don't really have an immune system and to encounter students let's talk chiefs kitty chiefs how are you guys feeling locker room mood and what was it like walking in there afterwards with your team i was great you know um i think a lot of guys were like fired up you know um after that second half performance by offense and defense you know so Everybody was fired up, man. I feel good. You see, I'm still swinging right here. And I feel like I can go out there for another quarter. One step, one step closer to glory. Super Bowl, I think, L.A. this year. Go Chiefs. Okay. You want to go to L.A.? I want to go to L.A. We've said it on this show many times. It may not be all of us, but if you're, if you're in a position to maybe donate your time, your money, some goods. We have a lot of amazing nonprofits and charities here in town, like Harvesters. You know, they need donations. The tank is empty. A lot of agencies are coming in and they want more fresh food. 
they'll take probably half of this. Agencies like the food pantry at Abundant Life Church in Lee Summit pick potatoes, carrots, onions, and other fresh food from this shopping floor and then load it into their cars. It just makes you feel good. But the math is going the wrong direction. Abundant Life gave out a record-setting one million pounds of food last year. First one was 220, this one's 5.25. And Wood has seen the numbers on these scales only increase. We've had agencies that have gone from feeding 100 people in their pantry to almost 200 people in their pantry. And when I say people, I'm talking families. So, you know, you multiply that by three or four, your number of people. That multiplication translates into a real-life scenario where six to eight hundred people in just those agencies now rely on food from harvesters. So this story was riveting last week. This youth football team, their field got wrecked. And apparently it was like maybe some inside beef going on. I know, it was wild. But plot twist in the story, the field has been fixed. One week ago, the Missouri Wolverines did not think they would be here today, playing a game they love at a place they call home. A last-minute change to the game plan led to an overall win for the Missouri Wolverines youth organization. Talk about the flexibility, uh, not only in the game of football, but as you prepare for life. You're going to have to overcome obstacles, and they did an amazing job of overcoming obstacles. After their field was vandalized last week, seen in this surveillance video here, leaving the team blindsided. The last time I spoke with you, my emotions were on the floor because I did not think any way possible we were going to have this field be able to be playable. We thought our season was... It was, at best, it was up in the air. But with the help of Kansas City Parks and Recreation earlier this week, made the world of difference for the lives of these young boys. Yeah, the coach in that story last week, man, he was on one. It felt like a gang type of situation. No, I'm not even kidding. Homeboy said it was intentional. I was like, what? Intentional, you These say. are children. It is youth football. You Who care about a football game that bad? Little Jimmy wasn't starting. Pops got mad. Oh, my God. Torch the field. Have you been following what's going on with this cafe in Blue Springs? Ray's Cafe. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about it. Mostly my friends saying don't go there. Last week, Jackson County shut them down. They weren't following the mask mandates. So then they said, well, F your piece of paper. We're going to become a private club. Well, that didn't work either. What did Mayor Q tweet out? Dems the brakes. That was it. Dems the brakes. Masking has been hotly debated in our area, and Jackson County shut down Race Cafe in Blue Springs because the owner refused to enforce mask requirements. When nearly 200 people rallied outside the restaurant's doors demanding the county reopen it, Missouri's Attorney General even showed up to side with the crowd. Jackson County leaders say the health department director has authority from state regulations to close a public or private assembly to protect public health. A milestone, Kitty, out of St. Luke's Mid-America, the 900th heart transplant. Wow. Life was good for 62-year-old Stephen White of Leewood, a successful veterinarian, a deacon at his church, a new grandchild. Then came news his heart was failing. He would need a transplant, and it would not be simple. He's had surgeries before. It's difficult when you go in a second or third time because there's lots of scar tissue and so forth. So it wasn't like I was a, you know, slam dunk routine. Stephen's case would represent a milestone for doctors at St. Luke's Mid-America Heart Institute. He marks the 900th heart transplant there. 900 families have We'll see their children get married, their children go, go to school, maybe they'll get married themselves, have grandchildren. Uh, it's just so amazing. Dr. Kau says every transplant is unique, including Stevens, and his transplant came at a special time, 
On Father's Day this year, he got the best present he could ask for, a heart. I have two lovely daughters, and, and they were there, you know, every day. I was very emotional through the whole thing. I still can tear up sometimes talking about it. You were their patient, and you were their priority, you know. And I just... So thankful, so grateful. This suggestion, Kitty, is going viral from an Amazon worker. You know, we're buying everything on Amazon. We're a slave to the machine. When you're trying to get your packages delivered, you know, you got to make, make your address seen, right? These folks need to know where they're going. So this woman decided to sing a suggestion during one of her uh, delivery runs. No. Mm -mm. I ain't opening that door. Hello, Jennifer. I hope your Monday's going well. You have no markers on your house that says what number you are. And that is hard to find your house, my dude. And it's unsafe, honestly. What if you needed a medical assistance and the paramedics didn't know your town well? Come on, man. Have a great day. I don't like that. She's trying to put brother out. I mean, it was like a movie musical in real life. I hate it. I love that. No. We should sing all of our interactions, especially on deliveries. Now this is some Gen Z shit right here. I'm about to call you out. Don't call me Gen Z. You know that I refer to myself as a zillennial. You hear about this one yet? The phone hair scam? What's gonna be the less like dramatic? <laughs> I don't wanna get my eyelashes. <laughs> A model in Utah, Kitty, she claims a phone scammer got her to shave her own head and eyebrows. It was the scammer's fault, apparently. The scammers claimed they were with the hair care brand Redken and offered her several thousands of dollars to film herself doing it. She wanted to go viral and she wanted to get paid. What an idiot. That's so stupid. That I'm, is like the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I mean, that's most of YouTube. Honestly, that's most of podcasting. <laughs> I hate it. Kitty, what would you do if you saw Shaq on Tinder? I mean, I'm not on Tinder, but if I was and I was single and I saw Shaq, one, I wouldn't believe it. Duh. Is he verified? Is it right? You wouldn't just take a shot? Just no, you wait, which name? one's what? Honestly, I don't remember because I haven't used that thing for a minute. I only had Tinder swipe for a right few days. Swipe right is the good one, right? Yeah. You swipe right. I would definitely swipe like, yeah, Shaq. Are you dating? Are you uh, like on Tinder or anything like that? I heard you were on Tinder at one point. I signed up for Tinder. You did? Put in my name. Uh-huh. And I tried to make a person meet me and they didn't believe it was me. Nobody believed it was you. <laughs> I was like, it's me, it's Shaq. No, you're not. And you know what? You know what she said? Shaq would never be on this. So I had to hit delete. I had to delete my account. She was hot too. I was like... I was like, I'm five minutes, just please just meet me at Starbucks and be like, no. You stranger know. danger, stranger danger, no. I think we would be good friends. You think you and Shaq would be, yeah. be homies? I really do. I heard he's a good dude. I really think that like he and I would make like a really like uncanny pair, you know, like like Boo Boo and Yogi. <laughs> <laughs> are you Yogi or are you Boo Boo in this situation? Hey, Boo Boo, which one are you? <laughs> Obviously, I mean, you know, with size and also I think Boo Boo's probably the smarter one, right? Yeah, I think I'm Boo Boo. <laughs> You're listening to the KC Morning Show. We are still waiting for Tom Kane to get here. He is stuck in traffic. And it may be apropos. No, it's making it worse because I keep sweating. That 
Hartzell over here, who is a gigantic Tom Kane fan and super Star Wars fanatic, has never met Tom Kane before. I knew he lived here. He does live here. I knew that part. I've been to his house. Oh, shut up. Really? It's very nice. Oh, I bet it is. By the way, in the, in his basement, they have, because uh, he's got a lot of kids, he's, he's adopted like 5 million children. So they have like a little playground in the basement, and one of the play stations is, and it's at least six feet tall, is a gigantic TIE fighter oh my God. in the oh basement. God. You got you to gotta stop, man. It's pretty awesome. I'm going to need you to go ahead and stop. You're starting to sweat there? I'm starting, like, my heart's, I Where can feel the heart. Where is he? I got, I got my phone ready to go. We're going to record it when he walks oh in. Oh, my God, he's here. Okay, here <laughs> oh, my go. God, he's here. <laughs> I'm rolling. Oh, boy. Hello, Mr. Kane. I, can I leave the mic? I got to get off this mic. I got to get off this mic. Hello, Hello sir. Hi, my name is Hartzell, and I am a oh, huge fan. Nice to meet you. Hey, what did you know? I actually just got oh, the Yoda done. Tom, sit down over here for a second, will you? Hi, Tom Kane. Hi. Hello. Hello, Tom Kane. Grab a microphone. And he's got Grab a, your headphones. And he's got a Chili Pepper shirt on, so I know we're friends. Let, let's freak him out. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, you no, look, no, no. You got to ease me into this. Come on, look, man. You look good, by the way. Hi. Oh, thank you. It's good to see you. Uh, let's start with uh, Admiral Akbar. God, okay, okay. The forest moon of Endor will be in range with inv- all power to the forward shields. Uh, it's a trap! I just got to hear it's a trap. Now, give me the give me your can. Yeah, you, apparently I had to get a can. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what this is for. Well, you'll see here. Mr. Kane, so please tell little me. little metallic sound. Hello, I'm C-3PO, human cyborg relations, <gasps> and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. <laughs> Shut up, R2, I'm on the radio. Oh, dear, he never listens. Oh, <laughs> he got the old dear. So when you're when you're actually recording those, Tom, do you use just a can no. for that? No, but I, uh, many years ago, like she's twenty years ago, uh, one of the engineers came down from from uh, Skywalker Sound, which is up in Marin, and he was explaining they had this. They've got like a they called the the sound bible, but they basically have detailed instructions to replicate every sound. So there's a certain way they tweak. You know, Vader. Sure. There's a different way that they tweak 3PO. There's a different way, you know, all that stuff. And so I picked up an empty Coke can and started doing that. And he just, he just kind of looked at me and he just went, thank you. You just negated my entire career. With an empty <laughs> <Coke can." laughs> Thanks. Somebody who just wrote in, maybe you should have Tom sign your arm. And since you're such oh, a fan, God. get his autograph tattooed I, I onto your arm. I don't know about that. I brought, we got the Sharpie. Uh, that sounds extreme. I've got the Someone did that, though, one time. <laughs> did oh, they really? Pulled up pants leg, had, uh, had uh, I think it was Clone, Clone Wars. Oh, Yoda, I was about and, to talk about that. And I signed it. And I honestly didn't even think of what he, he I just thought he wanted to sign it. Because he's walking around with no pants, you know, shorts. And sure enough, three hours later, he comes back and pulls the bandage off and I went, oh, oh, oh that's what you did with that. Okay. Well, this is, it, is, it is crazy that this is even happening. I pulled out, I was cleaning out some stuff at the house and I have uh, a copy of all seven seasons of the Clone Wars. Oh, yes. And I have it signed by Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah. I just recorded another one about two hours ago, so. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You recorded another what? You literally a couple hours ago. This is this is, this is stupid. Oh my, this is amazing. Empire War as the planet Ryloth falls under attack. Jedi Master Anakin Skywalker. You know that. <laughs> oh, I know all of that. This is amazing. Because because that's why that show was so innovative and ahead of its time. The bringing back the newsreel feel and then going oh, yeah. into it with the... that was straight from George. He you know he oh, al- really? he always said that uh, you know Star Wars was just 
a Western in space. That's how he grew up, you know, listening to, you know, the Lone Ranger and, and stuff. And so he said he wanted a crawl at the beginning because kids, again, everyone thought he was nuts. I mean, really, we were like, why do you want a crawl? You know, you, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, just uh, a recap on every show and, and such a weird voice. And he said, well, because uh, kids can't read fast enough to, to follow yeah, a crawl. So I want to hear it. And he just said, can, you know, can you do something like the old uh, radio dramas? I said, like, you know, Superman or, you know, and he goes, yeah. And I went, you know, I, you know, come with us to those thrilling days of yesteryear at the Lone Ranger. And he's like, bingo, oh, you're good. Got it. <laughs> so, How do you get into this? Is this something you, you were just as a, as a child? You just did voices, or yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I had you know I was the poster child for ADD before they had a name for it, <laughs> right. and uh, and now I get paid for it. Yeah, and I just yeah I channeled it into you know. Uh, I mean, my, my first grade teacher, Mrs. Arnold, no joke, uh, tied me to my jump my my chair with jump ropes. On, on many occasions, because I literally couldn't sit still. Well, that's a way to do it. That's a way well, to go so about how, it. how can I get attention while I'm tied to a, a chair in third grade? Talk. Oh, yeah. And I would make funny voices and make people laugh. And sudden, so I was like, okay, I can do something. So, Are there any the, any voices, any characters you, you just kind of enjoy? Not more than others, because I'm sure you love them all. But is there any that you really just you like doing it when you get a chance to talk? Oh, well, see, a lot of, yeah, I mean, a lot of historical things. You know, I like, uh, I, I was uh, JFK in the making of Forrest Gump. Congratulations. How does it feel to be an All-American? Congratulations. How do you feel? I got to pay. <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. You know, <laughs> if you go to the World War II Museum, mm-hmm. uh, Tom, I, I've known Tom Hanks a little bit off and on for years, and he knew I did all these things. So they needed to recreate some historically accurate voices um, for the World War II Museum. So I, if you go to the World War II Museum, I'm uh, I'm uh, Winston Churchill, I'm Edward R. Murrow, oh, man. and I'm Adolf Hitler. Oh, man. <laughs> the old trifecta. Are you, are you really? Yeah. Das was die Eventus in der Stunde und der Heilige nicht ist mir Arbeit. Das was ist in... You know, something like that. And, this is excellent. This is and Chir- Churchill, of course, <laughs> if the British Empire should last for a thousand years, this will still be England's finest hour. That is I so did you just good get, did you get chills? The, I just got chills. This is Edward R. Worrow coming to you live from London. You know, as the Blitz continues in its third month, the people of England are, you know. Do you have 45 more minutes for him to geek out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My day just got watching, wide open. Watching your reaction, <laughs> watching your reaction, and I can only imagine what it's like for Tom, warms my heart. I can't stop smiling. This is so cool. I grew up, I remember, I can tell you right this now where so I was. This is so much fun to watch. I can tell oh, you right, good. the first time I experienced Star Wars was the re-release in 97. My dad took, oh, me, yeah. and, my dad took me and my twin. Well, I remember, Tom and like, I remember when it first came out. Well, yeah, I've heard, uh, funny, okay, fun, funny. Little thing. We got to get to break, so be uh, quick. Go, but go, I, go ahead. When those when the movie trailer came out for the re-release in theaters, it was a all you saw was a little television, and you heard for twenty five yep, years yep, you've seen Star yep. Wars. Well, that was also me. So what you oh, heard? Was it really? Yeah, for twenty five years you've seen Star Wars like this. And now, bomb, 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 you know. I have that commercial saved on my laptop right <laughs> well, now. I'm not even kidding. Oh, my. So, you're kidding me. This is, this oh, that's is a, hilarious. This I love a, watching you geek out, man. It, it, it takes me well, back to when I was a I little like kid. It. It's fun. Feels like home. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love All right. Well, uh, Tom Kane, the great Tom Kane. <laughs> Is and we've only touched on the voices. I'm exhausted. We haven't done. We <laughs> haven't exhausted. done. Don't do it yet. We haven't done Morgan Freeman. Mm. We haven't done Yoda. My nine year old son's in the room. You said the great Tom Kane, and he got this funny frown on his face. Like what? <laughs> you talking about him? My dad? Tom Kane joins us in <laughs> studio with Hartzell. I'm Scott Parks on KMBC.
impressive, most impressive. The KC Morning Show. Festivals Friday coming your way right at uh, 5 o'clock. Your thoughts uh, betray you, young oh, Skywalker. <laughs> there is a sister. You have a twin sister. And now your betrayal is complete. <laughs> if you will not be turned to the dark side, then perhaps she will. <laughs> That's about as close as I can get. That's my, pretty good. My Vader That's sucks. That's pretty but... good. I'm pulling all this audio, Scott. James, <laughs> James Old Jones just retired. I'm pulling oh, this audio. Oh, I wish. Uh, the great Tom Kane is joining us in studio. The uh, great Tom Kane. The voice of Yoda, the voice of Admiral Akbar. Yularen. Admiral Yularen. For those who really The opening like... narrator on the Clone Wars. A few other random characters throughout 3PO. the series. Yeah, well, that's actually, yeah, 3PO is how I started uh, working uh, for Lucasfilm. It was back in the late 90s, and nobody had any idea what these weird computer games were. That's just silly. Oh, you know, who's going to do that? And so they were like, there's no way in, we're going to fly a producer to London to record Anthony Daniels for this weird thing that no one thought was ever going to go anywhere. Was that for Shadows of the Empire? Yeah. I think so. Gotcha. I, as far as I know, I've been in almost every Star Wars video game. That's what they tell me. That I'm the only one that... <laughs> That's I'm, what your paycheck tells <laughs> me. Yeah. Oh, boy. But the... Uh, you know, what, I mean, you, well, you know, we all do this. All, everybody that's in radio and stuff, when we, you, you get headphones on the first time, you you play. You're just like, you want to hear how to sound like, ooh, I can sound like you know, Darth Vader. So, you know, I I was new to the business, and I'm still literally pooping myself because I'm I've got a script in front of me that has Lucasfilm Limited on it, and I'm going, how the heck did a boy from Prairie Village get here? Did they send you that stuff under, like, lock and key, or...? They bring it in, and they take it away. Oh, um, now they, if it's a TV show, they'll they'll email it to me, and it's coded. It's a it's encrypted, and uh, there's a password and stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but if it's if it's a feature film, no, I have to go back. I have to go there and go to the Disney backlot or the well. The, you, they fly you out to Los Angeles. They hand you the script, you record it, and then you leave. And yes, and didn't you tell me one time you only see the parts that you're in? Yes. Yeah. They wow. they they uh, they will make the uh, you know there might be anywhere from ten to fifteen people in the room doing various you know dying stormtroopers and aliens and stuff. And like when I recorded uh, uh, Akbar for the last one, they're just like, okay, everybody go uh, take a break and get out of here. And Tom, you hang out here. And I'm, of course, I'm going, oh, am I fired? Or, I mean, what, what's going on? And all of a sudden, and walks, you know, Ryan Johnson, the director. And I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, well, we're going to do the Akbar stuff. Well, I didn't even know there was any Akbar stuff. None of us did. And it was awesome. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. And, you know, they've got your script has got your name watermarked on it. And they have a security guard. The room you're in is big enough to hold like a, you know, 30 piece orchestra. It's a theater, but no chairs. You know, they just have folding chairs. So, but instead it's just us so they they have some guy that's sitting under the screen but he's looking at us we're looking at the screen his job is to stare at us and if 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 you happen to pick up your cell phone to call your wife and it's pointed at the screen suddenly you get a little tap on the shoulder and he reaches out and takes it out of your hand because you've signed a paper saying he can do that (laughs) this is fascinating and uh god help you I'm, are you I'm, happy? I am thrilled right now. Good. But, I'm good. thrilled. But no, so I was just goofing around, and I was reading C-3PO lines. And what I did know was the whole backstory, that, uh, and they recorded some of it, and the director went back up to Skywalker Ranch, walked in with a Walkman, played 15 seconds of it for George, and George apparently was like, what? 
And he goes, that's, that's not Anthony. Well, okay, who, who the heck is that? Well, that's Tommy, lives in L.A., so we thought maybe we'd use him for this video game thing, this computer game thing. And he goes, okay, yeah, that's fine. From the text line, I am loving listening to the Hartzelgasms. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong at all. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. The KC Morning Show. I got nothing left, Scott. What, I'm well, exhausted. One of the highlights of my day oh, is going to be when I, I, I had to leave the studio for a second, ran back to the back office, and I walked by, and all I see is Hartzell with his head in the palm of his hand like this, smiling <laughs> like this, staring at Tom Kane, and I'm like, I go, you know what? Today's a good day. I just need to start bringing my kids in here so they can hear all this <laughs> praise and adulation. Yeah. You got references, uh, my friend. You definitely got references. Well, well, no, Scott and I were just talking about, you know, my son's just kind of sitting there with headphones on playing on an iPad, and he's like, he, he, does, he just couldn't care less. But I'm like, no, I'm an accountant. For, he, he just he doesn't care. He's yeah. just what dad. Well, my, although I must say, it was a few years back, the one time I saw all my older kids, I've got a bunch of kids, that were just <laughs> drop dead stunned is the doorbell rang and my at that time 12 year old daughter uh, ran to the door and i told him i said yeah i've got we got some friends coming over you know you can hang or not or whatever and uh she opens the door and and she comes walking in and my two of my other kids kind of look up and they're literally all their mouths just were like because uh, uh, it was mark hamill it was Luke, Luke Skywalker and his, his wife, Mar- Mary Lou, and their daughter, Chelsea. And, uh, was this in L.A.? Or yeah, here? it was L.A. So oh. they were just, they were just, although Mary does come to town, they do come to town once in a while. They, kind of, they don't publicize it because she has relatives that live near You her bring him here. If, Absolutely. If, if they come in, I will. I will you I tell will. them, you tell them, I will, I will keep I will. my hands to myself. <laughs> <laughs> if he'll do it, I'll do it. He's he's a, he's a wonder. He's so not what people think. He's he's hilarious. He's wacky. He's a lot more visible. And he's, yeah. He does like talk shows and comedy things. You know, but he's a voice actor. Oh yeah. Oh, he's he, yeah. he's one of the I very mean, few that belongs in voiceover. Work. His Joker. One of the best. He did of Joker all time. for ten years. Yeah. It was so good that I was told that that they were considering using him for the Joker that ultimately went to Heath Ledger just because of what a ridiculously cool performance it was no way. and then they you know and they went with heath and that was the right thing to do because yeah, that sure. was just unmatchable but yeah i mean he just he's i mean you know he'll walk into a room and you you know everyone has this image of you know you know luke skywalker being this kind of dour you know kind of demure, demure. Yeah. no he'll walk in sit down at a grand piano and start belting out show tunes no you know it's, really? not, yeah, it's hilarious wow yeah, he's great. He's right. just very yeah. nice. Let's do a couple more voices. And can you work in Hartzell in some of these? In some, we'll, of these? Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we'll get that with I, Morgan, when we do Morgan Freeman I just, later. I need that on the record. Uh, <laughs> and you're not my voice puppet. Oh, but, I love but it. You, you, you know you love you it. Know How I about love Little it. Woodhouse? A little. Oh, uh, he's a character from a TV show called uh, what is it again? Oh, Archer. Yes, he's everyone's favorite eighty-six-year-old heroin addict. My favorite was uh, he walks in and he's kind of weaving uh, back and forth. He's got a tray of cocktails. And he is. He's supposed to be a heroin addict. Yep. And, uh, he is. Yep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Archer goes, oh, my God. Woodhouse, are you stoned again? And he goes, tripping bowls. <laughs> I remember tripping bowls. <laughs> are they all pretty decent people? Uh, yeah. Voiceover people almost 
entirely are nice folks because, and, and there's just a really simple reason, there's nothing that I do that they can't find a replacement for in about mm. two weeks. As much as I enjoy what I do, and it's like, it really is uh, a job where the reason you keep doing it is because you're, you're, nice. you're good and you're nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a guy uh, who was a DJ from Mississippi who became known uh, for his, his mimicry. Yeah, he would do a lot of cartoon characters. I'm darned if he wasn't fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Casey K- when Casey Kasem <laughs> yeah. stopped doing oh like hey Scoob, you know when he <laughs> when he stopped doing uh, a Shaggy, you know they they needed a, a a new Shaggy, and you know it was the you know, I don't know 10, 15 years fifteen years ago or more. So the internet was around enough, and people were like yeah, there's some DJ that's doing it all the time, and he's just phenomenal. So they flew him out and. Hired him. So the guy was, uh, you know, suddenly he was doing uh, Shaggy. Well, the only problem was he was a good parrot. Couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. Oh. And they, I, you know, we'd sit there in a session and they just would have to feed him lines. They would just hmm. say this and the director would read it and he'd just copy so, so, it, man. So, so he wasn't a voice actor. He was a voice. He was a voice parrot. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but this guy had a job for freaking life if he'd have just been less than a, and I'm not saying his name because he's an epic mm, D. Okay. D. Right. Um, he started, I mean, again, this is a voiceover guy. He started right off the bat telling, well, he he needed to be picked up at LAX in a limousine. Oh, one of those times. <laughs> he had to be, because, oh, you know, I'm the voice of, of Shaggy. I'm Scott like, Parks type. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> no, dude, I'm, no. I'm freaking Yoda. I don't get a limousine. Who <laughs> yes. the hell? Yes, Tom. Who the heck are you? Yes, and, I'm Yoda. I don't get a limousine. So, so they, uh, <laughs> yes, they Tom. he just kept getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> and and what really, what really, the, the fork, stick a fork in me, I'm done. Yeah. There's a guy named Frank Welker, who was the, the original voice of Freddy on Scooby-Doo, yep. and he's still working. He's probably in his late 60s. He started Freddy at like 18, huh. and he's, he's jabber jaws. He's a million different things. But what Frank's mostly known for is he does all the animal noises. All, growing up, the, the Benji movies, oh. every little dog noise <clears throat> you heard in the Benji movies was Frank Welker. If you see a, com- a commercial that's got a chittering chipmunk in it, that's Frank Welker. So, but he, huh. again, the nicest human being ever. Yeah. Frank is just a p- prince. He's sitting there, and of course now he, you know, he was in his 60, early sixties, and his, you know, he's trying to do Freddie, which is a higher pitch voice, you know, and he's like, uh, some days it's hard, you know, and the director's like, nah, no, you're getting a little too raspy. Can you can you do it? And then this mm, from Mississippi goes goes, hey, if the old guy can't hack it, let, oh, me, let uh-huh. me try. I, I can do better than that. And Jess Harnell, who is Yakko or Wacko on the Animaniacs and a million other things, came out of his chair and had to be restrained. He was about to deck him. Because <laughs> there's a fine line between copying and acting. Yeah, and respect. And respect, absolutely. But this guy had a gig that would have lasted for decades. And they said, you know what? You need to go back to Mississippi and never set foot in this town again. Good. And they did. They fired oh, him. Good. Yeah. All right, we're going to save Yoda for the end. Do you want penguins or do you want uh, uh, Shawshank? I want Shawshank. I first met Andy Dufresne in the summer of 1932. He was the widest peep I've ever met. He was a good man, convicted wrongly, as so many said they were, but I believed him. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Tell me that is not. And you can tell Miss Daisy I'm oh. not driving her wrinkly white butt around anymore. <laughs> Right now, 
My father is screaming in his car, as am I internally. This Tell them the story about the Morgan Freeman credit card commercial. Oh, well. That's I, one of my favorite stories that you well, got. Well, I, I dummied, I, for years, I've dummied things for him. Uh, for Morgan Freeman? For Morgan Freeman, yeah. They'll, like, I did all the Visa stuff for years, but it was him. But the, I would record it first so they could edit to it and cut to it and, and stuff. And kind of pace it, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, so he, he came in one day, and they were petrified of him not knowing that they're like, they would never, don't play it, don't nothing. They just they would just have him come in and read it. And in their head, they'd be like, well, we need to go a little faster, a little slower to match the thing Tom did. And one day there was some filling in engineer or something. And he goes, well, let me play you back what you did. And uh, you can, you know, match that. And he goes, I, I, I didn't do anything. And he's like, well, no, I'll, I'll play you the scratch track. And he goes, I, I've never, never done a scratch track for Visa. And he's like, well, he's like, well, no, here. And he plays it. And about then, the producers walk in, and they're just going, oh, God, oh, God. Because they thought he might get mad right, or something. Right. And he's just such a cool guy that he was like, so who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, well, it's this guy named Tom Kane, and, you know, he's, he just, we just have him do it. And he goes... Well, why the hell don't you just use him? Yeah, and they did. <laughs> well, for one, yeah, yeah, I did. He was in a car accident. You're saying that Morgan Freeman lip-synced you? Uh, Essentially? Kind of, yeah. I mean, you couldn't see the lips, but he uh, paced I, but, but like in the commercial, like if it was on a radio oh, show, uh, or yeah, station, yeah. it was Tom Kane. Maybe it's the extra effort. Maybe it's this. Maybe, or maybe she just wanted it a little bit harder. But Visa, it's everywhere you want to be. <laughs> Well, my, I got his son. I fooled his son, Alphonse. I had just recorded some. I have a, I kind of, I have a deal with his, his uh, agent I talked to years ago. Because there are a few guys in the country that try to sell themselves as cheap Morgan Freeman, which I would never do. I mean, like, first of all, I don't want to get sued for, a, for a few hundred dollars. There's a market for Morgan Freeman. There's a few guys that, fortunately, <laughs> oh, they're not very good. But I actually, I, was just, I just did a couple that were on the Ellen, Ellen Show and Jimmy Kimmel. They, they use me every couple months. If you think that's Morgan Freeman, that's actually me <laughs> on the Ellen Show. Is that right? But the, um, no, and this, this guy was literally sending out emails to ad agencies saying, don't spend a million dollars on Morgan Freeman. I'll do it for $100. You know, that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, are you so stupid? And the, you can get in big trouble for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, the, his agent, uh, I get a phone call from William Morris, you know, in Beverly Hills, Thinking that's me, I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I would never do that. What? What? First of all, do you think I charge a hundred dollars for anything? <laughs> and, and, and second of all, I, well, I wouldn't disrespect the man that way. It's right. like that's just yeah. that's just just awful. And he's like, he goes, well, we thought it was, but, but anyway, I said no. I said, here's the deal. I only do things that get him work. Right. I, you know, if it's it's, I do trailers for his movies. I, I do commercials where they're using me to pitch the client on spending half a million dollars on Morgan Freeman, you know? So I'm like, that, that's all I'm really doing is making a few hundred dollars so that they can pitch someone to pay him a few hundred thousand. And the agent was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> all right, we, we, we got to get to the break. The great Tom Kane. But before we go, can you say something like, in Morgan Freeman's voice, uh, I love being on the air with my main man, Hartzell. If there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise, it's that I like being on there with Hartzell. We'll leave it at that. I can't talk. <laughs> uh, from the text line. If you say that you Tom, you're not a voice puppet. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, thank you. But uh, they want to know, can Tom do some Disney stuff for us? 
Well, I don't do many Disney characters. Um, I've just never, you know, they're, they're a company that has had their sort of stable of people. You say that, but you're in Star Wars. That's right. Well, you, you are in Disney. Well, now guy. they are. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is. But, but you know, Gorsh. I guess it's got goofy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the guy who's now Mickey Mouse was just here a couple of months ago. He came over for dinner, but he's, uh, you know, he's like late 20s. The guy who does Mickey Mouse is in his 20s now. now. Yeah, and he he worked at Hallmark. No he, way! Yeah, he would get lots of laughs and attention at his phenomenal Mickey Mouse, and somebody, you know, like put a chunk of it online. Someone at Disney, uh, when uh, Wally, I was Wally Winger, Wally was getting too old to do it. Someone said, well, there's this guy on the interwebs that <clears throat> sounds just like Mickey Mouse, and they flew him out there and signed him well, you, up. You know that's how Journey got their new lead singer. Uh, Arniel Pineda or something <laughs> oh, like yes. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would... He yeah. would <laughs> Isn't he an Asian guy or Filipino? He's Filipino. Filipino. Yes. And, and he would put uh, videos of himself singing Journey songs on the internet and he's dead on YouTube. On, isn't he? Oh, he's spot on. I've seen him. He's spot on. But question, is that acting... Or just copying and pasting the songs he sings. He, well, he does the, a good Steve Perry. But that's my, you know, that's what that's what I do. That's my career. I mean, there's some uh, uh, there's some voiceover guys, most of them, I would say, that do try to come up with a new spin something. You know, SpongeBob. You know, Tom Kenny. There, most most of the voiceover guys in the industry are stand up comics, and they got into voiceover because. If you want to get anywhere on a national show, if you want to be on The Late Show or Kimmel or whatever, you have to live in L.A. If you're a stand-up comic, I mean, yeah, you tour, but you live there, you have an agent there, and that same agent also reps people for commercials, movie trailers, cartoons, mm-hmm. video games. So when they find out they do all these wacky voices, they just start sending these stand-up guys out to, you know, to, for auditions, and voila. That's, but that's almost everybody. The only person I know that wasn't a stand-up before he got discovered is Jim Cummings, who's Winnie, well, yeah, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, and he was working at a Hollywood video, and Stop. an ag- and an agent just he he was just joking around there, you know, there's you know TV screens around the ceiling, and you know something came on from a Disney movie, and he it was Winnie, and he's like, oh bother, you know, did whatever, <laughs> you know, and about the fifth time she heard him doing this, she goes, do you, do you have an agent? And he goes, for what? <laughs> This is a guy at a video store. Uh, from the text line, real quick. That's um, somebody get better get Hartzell a new pair of pants. <laughs> yep. This yep. is awesome. Uh, Hartzell has just melted into a giant puddle under uh, the carpet. How awesome is this, huh? You, you guys geeking out on Tom is actually kind of cute. Oh. I always love when Tom is on, but this one has been priceless. Thank you. Well, thank uh, you. And Tom, th- th- we get this one every time you're on. So answer it as honestly as you can. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tom, my daughter is desperately wanting to be an actress, mm-hmm. not a voice actress, an actress. Uh, do you have any advice for her? Well, uh, first of all, I would need to know the age of your daughter. If it's a kid, I would say don't do it because um, she'd be surrounded by a bunch of uh, really icky people uh, that, that, that would have thoughts about her that you don't want anybody having thoughts about your daughter. Okay. Is um, that, it's, it's that prevalent, really? Yeah, more so with guys. No The way. casting couch uh, is mostly run by men now, and so your you know, 12-year-old, 13-year-old boys are Let, more... Let's assume she's 18. Then she'd have to find out if she's any good. You know, take some classes, especially improv. There's nothing that'll help you succeed as an actor, an actress, or a voiceover person better than just lots of improv because you have to think on your feet and you're in front of people flying by the seat of your pants. You're going to fail. 
You're going to make an idiot out of yourself. You're going to do all kinds of things. And if you get used to the point where you don't care, you know, you've got 30 people in front of you watching you screw up or succeed or whatever, you've, after a while you don't care anymore. And that's one of the things that people find so hard. They get terrified. They're like, they go to an audition and there's 12 people going, okay, read this like a French chef, you know, and you don't give your best performance. But yeah, improv classes, whatever. And again, it depends what kind of acting. If she wants to do theater, like live theater, well, the, that exists in 50 cities. She'd go to Atlanta. She could mm-hmm. do it, you know, all kinds of places. If she wants to do film, she's got to go to Atlanta or uh, L.A. I hope I made your day. This is awesome. I hope he made your day. Uh, <laughs> I could stay? Before we get to, you can stay as long as you want. Oh, right. Before we get to the news, right. uh, Sean Connery. Oh, there was a time when I met Sean Connery, and he made me try to do his voice because he said he knew I did, and other people try it all the time, and it sucked. So I leaned over and whispered in his ear. It's a bit of Sean. And he stood back and he goes, it's not bad. I've heard better. <laughs> and, and before we get to the news, we've promised it all out. Oh, yes. The great Yoda. Greetings, Hartzell. Search the force and a tremor I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet. <laughs> Spot on, Yoda. Spot on, Yoda. straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. Kitty! Kitty! You got a word for me today? Sponsors always pending on this KCMS word of the day. I'll vamp as you find a word. That was awesome, right, Tom Kane? 2018? God bless that man. Wish him nothing but the best in his recovery. And man, what a what a legend, Tom Kane. You got anything for me? Yes. Word of the day, tonic. That's her word today? Yeah. Part of speech, noun, origin, French, mid-17th century. Didn't see that one coming. Definition, something with an invigorating effect. Two, the first note in a scale which, in conventional harmony, provides the keynote of a piece of music. Examples of tonic in a sentence. The tonic in his original composition was a very high note. Tonic. Ooh, I like this. So what you're saying is, Kitty, that Kansas City, in this harmony that we have that is the KC Morning Show, you are the tonic of this program. You set the notes of which we sing our songs. Kansas City. Kansas City, here we come. See how I made that work? Took a walk, but we got there. Kitty, where can these folks find you? Uh, what the hell is that? Uh, stretching. Oh. Uh, they can find me, you know, on the internet again. Check out them titties at Holy Hearts. <laughs> You can get me at Hartzell965. You can get this show, The Casey Morning Show, at Casey Morning Show on Facebook and Twitter. The Casey Morning Show on Instagram. Shoot us an email, CaseyMorningShow at gmail.com. And yeah, give us a vote. Go to thepitchkc.com, best local podcast. Like to run that back. I'm going to make a TikTok or a reel soon. Don't you worry. You're going to make a TikTok? Or a reel. Of what? More titties? No. What? what? To vote for us. You can't tease these folks with titty meat and not, you know, follow through. It's on the internet. This ain't no nips. They've been blurred out. That's all we got. A good day to be in Kansas City, and yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair to Midland. No, it's a good day. Always a good day. We'll see you in the morning. The KC Morning Show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.